Avenue here. Make sure you tune in every Thursday at high noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, to Avenue and Friends, only on RawRadioX.com. It's your weekly therapy session, your usual dose of highfalutin hijinks, crazy antics, sarcasm, and bad jokes. Oh, it's true. Remember, it's Avenue and Friends, Thursdays at noon, 9 a.m. Pacific. RawRadioX.com. Act like you know. Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Gangster Rapper Posse Member. Mr. Gangster Rapper Posse Member. Behind every great man, there is a woman. And behind that woman, 14 guys with sideways baseball caps and really baggy pants. Those pants are giant. What do you do when you have no talent whatsoever? Attach yourself to someone who does. Gold tooth. Check. Giant gold medallion. Check. Royalties from record sales. No check. Help a brother out. Nestled right under the thumb of southeast Michigan is Lake St. Clair. In the summer, it's the perfect place for a bike ride or a relaxing walk along the water. Have a closer look and you'll find a mallard taking a cool afternoon swim or a seagull making a break from the flock to get lost in flight. And only Lake St. Clair can bring you the goddamn fish flies. They look disgusting, and they are. These annoying little fuckers are sure to ruin your day. And come nighttime, you'll encounter swarms so great you'll wonder, why the hell do I live in Michigan? Lake St. Clair. Fish flies. Pure Michigan. This is White Dog Detroit, and you're listening to Raw Radio X. Real Raw Radio. The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dazinski, the Art of Relationships radio show, will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, people. We're coming from Raw Radio X Detroit. It's Wednesday night. It's hump night. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. And I'm here 
with my man, Av Sebastian, who's running the crew as usual. And we got a little special guest. We got a sweet, I don't, I'm not going to say young. Um, <laughs> we got sweet lady Lily here uh, as a guest host. Hopefully give us some insight about how the women think and what they're looking for. All the uh, gold digger uh, moves. <laughs> Emotional uh, baggage attitudes that we need to put up with or sort of stay clear of, right? Say hey. Hey, y'all. <laughs> can, can you guys? Yep, they can hear you. We're all set. So this is uh, Greg <laughs> Dzinski, licensed uh, relationship specialist, or I should say licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, a.k.a. known as Master G in the D. And we are back. What are we going to talk about tonight? We got uh, Rhonda on the live chat. You can give us a call. Like I said, no matter what the topic of the show is, please feel free. Give us a call. Um, you know, I want to help you with your questions regarding relationship or, you know, sexual challenges, too. I'm here. The show is for you to help everybody out. You can give us a call at 313-462-0107. I had to look at the wall to make sure I had that right. <laughs> I, I've been practicing. I thought I had it. I did I remember. Sometimes right. I would, just, just to make sure. Just to, can never be too yeah. sure, you know. So that was uh, 313-462-0107. Give us a call here at the rawradiox.com studio lines. You can listen to the show, of course. Well, I guess you'd be listening to it now or you wouldn't be hearing this. At, uh, at rawradiox.com. Also, check uh, check out the website, okay? And listen, uh, they got a ton of uh, awesome shows besides this one. <laughs> That's going on. Av's got his own show on Thursday at noon, right? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it's all right. The guys, he's kind of a jerk, but his show's decent. Yeah, so I heard, he, I heard he's a prick. So, yeah. You heard, you heard <laughs> prick. <laughs> so, uh, check them out. Check out rawradiox.com. Check out all the shows. A lot of, lot of great uh, local Detroit talent. A lot of cool shows uh, going on. Check them out. And as always, you can join us on the live chat if you are using Spreaker. App, the Art of Relationships radio show's own app, um, or go to the website Spreaker.com or check out Facebook. There's a link or two on there if it works. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Welcome. I appreciate you uh, listening in. Tonight we're going to talk about um, a bunch of stuff. It's going to be sort of a potpourri uh, show to help a lot of people out. Mainly because I'm starting to run out of topics. <laughs> so, we're doing, I've been, oh my God, doing this for, what, almost a year now, I think. Uh, not to mention with the crew out of Connecticut, uh, with them for about probably eight months or so. So, I get running out of topics uh, to talk about. But I always have, usually students know, Lily knows, I have a hard time uh, sort of being quiet. I think that's right. I always am um, flapping at the lips. So... Talk about, do you have, when you go into a relationship or you're in a relationship, do you always have somebody sort of waiting in the wings for you? Do you always have somebody like a backup source in case it goes bad? Do you have like an ex? You know, you're sort of, hey, you know what, if this don't work out, I'm going to go back. It might be even a booty call. It might even be just maybe a sexual fling. Or maybe it's a comfort factor that you have somebody waiting in the background for you. Lily, I'm going to put you on the spot since you're a virgin here at Raw Radio X. I said at Raw Radio X. 
I, I, I didn't say, hey, as I throw her underneath the bus already, welcome her virgin episode on the show. Right, talking about, have you, why don't you? Have you ever had, have you ever played this role? It seems like more, do you think more women play this or more guys? And have you, you guys, both of you chime on in. Do you think more guys do this or more women do this? And yeah, throw your lady friends underneath the bus now. Well, I think I mean I think it's both. I can't say which gender do it more than the other, but I will have to agree that I think both genders have somebody in the background. Oh, I, I can say. Did, yeah. Okay, let, let's okay. Did I, you hear that? Yeah, did you hear that politically it's, correct? It's, yeah, that was, that was, coming, no. that was coming from her lips. That was no, that was beautiful. You should run for office. Uh, <laughs> I, from what I've seen and experienced, uh, women almost always have a plan B. Almost always. Guys, unless they just uh the type of guy who just has it like that, I mean if he's the if he's a he's gonna be a player, he's gonna do what he does anyway. He's hey, gonna hey, have hey, something. Hey, don't ruin my game now, I Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> I don't wanna blow your cover. No. <laughs> no. But you know, I mean, women though, that seems like that's just common mm-hmm. practice. It's I expect it. I never like if I were to attempt to date again. I, I wouldn't be able to because I, I'm already expecting like, okay, well, I, I know I'm not plan A. So I'm expecting myself to be somewhere between plan D and G. So I'm like, I already know that you've got extra backup plans waiting. Okay, well, that might be true. But, you know, statistically to every one man, there's like five women. So, guys, y'all come, yeah. y'all come in with plan Bs. We do be plan we, Bs and no, Bs because and you, Bs and you, Bs. You, but you've got to factor in those women aren't, uh, you know, that one guy is not going to be able to attract all five of those women. He'd be lucky if he could get one of them. No. So the, those <laughs> eyes, as much as they look good and on paper, oh yeah, they look you, great. Some, some of these women out there are desperate as hell. On paper, it looks great. It, you know why? But unless you are in a place like a DC or New York uh, and Atlanta, where there are other odds that factor in that, that that number, that ratio means absolutely nothing. Oh, we Absolutely. got we got a little cockiness going on in the chat with Foo going on. Oh, Foo! And uh, Rhonda's here too. And talk about yeah, Foo. You would not. You've never had a plan B, Foo. I believe that. But the thing I get is, what's that bullshit you're saying about you would not have a problem getting a guy? We're going back to the old adage, right? The old joke that a guy walks into a bar and drops his pants. Everyone's going to laugh, right? We talked about this before. And woman goes into a bar, lifts up her skirt, right? going to have a lineup of guys right it's that double standard the power of the vajayjay is what is with that and guys need to sort of stand up oh you know what have you were talking about this on facebook about the guys saying no to sex yes. and if you're not yeah yeah look yeah. at lily saying yeah. guys are thirsty nowadays of course but you're right guys should treat their um penises just like a, a female should treat her vagina like it's, and you know, with prize prevention, but guys pound be so, at me. Yeah, guys be so <laughs> willing to, like, give it up so quick that, you know. That they, is true. They hit anything. Yeah. You know what? I got standards, too. You know yeah. what? I didn't say they're high. I just got standards, <laughs> right? <laughs> Only when you're not drunk, right? Only when I'm not. Yeah, nah, nah. Okay, nah, so have you ever thought about, you know, you look at why do you have somebody in the wings? And I want to, I think this has to do with more about you as an individual and what it says, I'm not, it's not about, you know, ripping you apart or bashing you, whatever. It says more about, I think, your self-esteem aspects or self-worth that you need to have somebody as a backup plan 
what? Because you can't be alone. That you're fear, you know, fearful of being alone, and it's that scary that you can't just chill out a little bit, get a hold of yourself, and sort of relax a little bit. And if you already have a backup plan, that tells me that relationship or even marriage, it's doomed from the beginning. You're screwed, man, yeah. because you're, you're already <clears throat> setting it up to fail. You're sabotaging it. You might not even, I, I, I think it's even on the forefront. I don't even think it's on, you know, the back part of your brain thinking that, oh, if it fails, I'm, I think it's right there on your forehead thinking, you know what, if any, I got one foot already out the door, and you're in a relationship. If that's the point, you need to step out of it and step off to the side and be real with the person you're with, man. Not only respect that person you're with, you need to respect yourself because, you know, you look at it, like I said before, what does that say about you? That says what? That maybe you're not fully committed, right? Or that, you know, Maybe, what's up? You're looking for perfection. You're looking for whatever. I get that. Then why are you in a committed relationship if you got a backup plan, right? What's why that? Why is that? Well, Go sometimes ahead, maybe you, um, sometimes women or men have trust issues. They've been in a relationship before. They've been hurt. So they might be skeptical about giving somebody else another chance. So they might keep a person on back burner just to see maybe if things will work out. But sometimes it don't necessarily have to be with your self-esteem. Doesn't that perpetuate the problem even more so? Absolutely. It do. Because you look at, I agree, absolutely. That's why I avoid relationships. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll work on that. It's a work in progress Um, or process, whatever whatever you want. It's a process in progress. You look at the situation, though. I agree with that. You know, you're already setting it up. And, Lily, you know, you get at it. You're already setting it up because you look at, you know, you've been cheated on, whatever. So you got someone on the back burner, so to speak, or off to the side or in the wing waiting for you. You're sort of setting that perpetual motion. It's going backwards because you got cheated on. What's that say about you then? Right? What's that say about you as far as... Hmm, what do I want to say? You know, you got cheated on, so what? You're going to turn in to be a dog or a hoe and cheat? No, that's not how you're supposed to be, but... I agree, but that's... Sometimes, you know, some women or men, you know, do allow their past relationships to kind of interfere with their present relationships. Oh, I, I agree, where a lot of people, they're they're going to look at I agree, they got cheated on, they got dogged out, went through a nasty divorce, whatever, got raked over the coals, emotionally, financially, whatever, and they might have a hard time committing. I get that. What I'm saying is, then don't be in a committed relationship if you got one foot... Already out the door, or you got your, you know, you got your pinky toe sort of pointing the other way, and you know you're ready to step, and you need to work on that relationship. And what's it going to take for you to sort of be more dedicated, and have faith and hope on that relationship? And if it doesn't work, you know, you leave. You work on yourself and all those aspects. You don't have somebody on the back burner. Does that make sense? That's true. It's easier said than done. I get that, but. That tells me from the get-go, your self-esteem is low, and you need that security. It's almost like a security blanket. You know, watching, what, is it Linus with the, I don't even know, freaking I'm not a big Charlie Brown fan, but you look at Linus with the security blanket, or you look at, is it Linus? Or little kid, you know, little kid with the doll or the security blanket, they need their blanket, they need their pacifier, binky, whatever you want to call it. This is almost in the same realm, even though it's an adult realm, and that sort of needs to put your maturity level in check, too. 
I think it's a combination of maturity level and insecurity. It's not. I'm not going to get into right or wrong or all that stuff. Um, you know, everybody has their own beliefs, systems, all that stuff. But you look at your maturity level and also self-respect. And do you believe in karma? Is that going to come back and bite you in the ass? You know, maybe you know you're going in a committed relationship. You're your plan B, if you will, and maybe your plan B already has another plan B, C, D, and it comes back and bites you in the ass, and all of a sudden you fall in love with someone, they got someone there, they might not be feeling you, and they got somebody in the backdrops. What do you do then, right? Try to be real, try to be upfront, and always try to stick with, you know, if you're in a committed work on that, and if it isn't working, then get out, or if it isn't working, come and see me in my private practice. I accept insurance. And I accept cash, credit cards, <laughs> and a little promo for me, right? org. Check me out online, right? And you look at, especially when you've been crushed, you know, maybe devastated emotionally. That, I mean, I deal with that in my office on a, on a daily basis. And you look at that. How do you maintain faith and hope into a relationship? You're already going in. You got burnt maybe before. Maybe you didn't get burnt, and you're already going in predicting, eh, the relationship, if it doesn't work, I get a little bit of grief. We're talking about this, you know, before the show happened. You know, maybe a little bit of stress, a little bit of grief going on, and you're stepping already. What's it going to take for you maybe to work through those aspects and have faith and hope that maybe it could turn into a great, freaking passionate loving relationship not perfect there's no such thing but it can work and it can be a great relationship for you guys do you have hope and faith we already know where AF stands with relationships <laughs> do you have faith that there is that possibility out there I do believe that it just you have to be willing and open minded to accept that um to accept that person that might come along you have to be open-minded to meet new people and to you know kind of compromise sometimes and you know really get to know somebody as being friends instead of just jumping into a relationship just as soon as you meet somebody so what you're saying you have to be friends first you before you have sex I mean, I believe you should establish a friendship because once you throw sex in, it kind of like goes to a whole different level before y'all even establish one level already, which should have been friendship already. That's just my opinion. Now, is that your opinion? Can I I tell you if you're wrong? You can tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm just playing with you, yeah. But it's just my opinion, though. I I do think that because, I mean, a relationship might last longer. Even if it don't go further, at least you guys establish some type of a friendship. But you have a friendship. What's a friendship without sex? It can be a lot of things. That's called a roommate, right? <laughs> Ab's going to jump on this. I knew. <laughs> Go no, ahead, Ab. No. I knew no, this no, was no. going to happen. No, no, no. no, no. We're, we're keeping the, the, the upbeat atmosphere going on. So I'm, I'm going to back away. You got, you got a drink for that. I'm muting my mic. No, don't mute it. You, I want to <laughs> hear this shit, Ab. <laughs> I was going to say, he's got his fifth somewhere around. <laughs> no, that's that's at home, too. Um, <laughs> no, I, I have, I have no, nothing to add to this, unfortunately. Nothing. Oh, boy. Nothing. That's a first. Okay. What the hell? Oh, we're talking about friendship and sex. Okay. So, <laughs> going that back. Now, what happens? You have one foot out the door. Are you still Are you still talking? That plan B you have. In order for that person, that other person to be a plan B, you need to be what? Talking, texting, Facebooking, 
going out. May, you think going out? Maybe having sex, maybe. Maybe Sweet. having Are you speaking from experience? Really? No. <laughs> oh, no, no, not at all, right? Not at all. Okay, sweet. You, but you look at, maybe they're having sex, or how many people I know, I get couples in my office that come in here because of, say, emotional affairs, <clears throat> excuse me, that they don't, um, you know, they're not physically cheating, but they're emotionally cheating on, you know, they're texting. There, I, I find out there are people. They've been talking to somebody else for a year, mm-hmm. and they just found out they're, you know, text messages. They, you know, pull up the freaking uh, Verizon, Sprint, whatever bills, and finding out who's this number because they're getting a little bit suspicious. And you know, they might not be having sex, but they're sharing intimate, emotional details about the relationship, everything else. And it's like, you know, do you have that person on the back burner? And that's, you know, when you have that, you incorporate. Someone else, even if the other partner doesn't know, I'm sorry, but something is going to give. You are going to show signs. You are not going to be able to give fully to that relationship because you're trying to maintain. It's like trying to freaking bounce two balls with you know each hand. It's very, very difficult to do. Um, it's it's going to haunt the relationship, and it's going to come back, and it's going to take its toll because, one thing, you're going to be emotionally drained. You're not going to be able to give yourself, maybe even physically drained because of the stress dealing with, oh, crap, what happens if he finds out I'm talking to this other guy? What happens if, you know, she finds out I'm talking to this other guy, whatever? And, you know, what's happened? And I go, oh, we're just friends, right? I think it's a little worse when you're in a relationship and they're having that emotional and mental connection versus the physical. I think I can handle the physical part a little bit more better than I could if he was emotionally cheating on me. And I think I could. Because that's they being too intimate. They're sharing personal feelings and thoughts and stuff versus just had them having sex. It could have been a one-night stand. I can excuse that. But they actually take the time on, out on, to get to know you. Hold him. on. Before Ev, I know you got a good thought, but I need to jump in on Lily on this. But you said a one-night stand, but you said they're supposed to be friends first. What I'm saying is, no, listen. <laughs> if they're ta- you know, we were talking about the difference between emotional. Like you like, like you say, they're not having right. physically sex. But, you know, they may be texting and all these different things. And they have been can do it for over um, a year. They, you know, kind of know each other. Versus you just having sex with somebody. And it might be a one-night stand if you're already in a relationship. I read for my man to come to me and be like, babe, you know, I had a one-night stand. It, uh, whatever. I was drunk. Whatever his excuse going to be. Versus me finding text messages. his phone. What about her? Versus me finding text messages in his phone that he's been talking to this girl for a year. And they may not even have nothing physical, but they got something emotionally, Ooh. some type of connection. And that's and I feel like that's worse than physically. Go ahead. No, actually, go ahead. Now I kind of got to agree with her a little bit more. That is when it when that connection is deeper. It's more than just physical. I've had you know the relationships or okay friendships <laughs> that were mostly physical, and it was you know it was cool. It was great. We were friends. Isn't that a contradiction, uh, Ab. No. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Uh, but when when her feelings started becoming a little more than that, that was when things started to go downhill very fast. Because then there were like little moments of jealousy that would pop up. And mind you, I was single, so was she. Uh, and we, at the time, our arrangement was, and this was according to her, we would be friends with occasional benefits. Um, she didn't count on the, the occasional being pretty much every night. I didn't either. You're that good, though. Right? I can't <laughs> smooth. Yeah, like I said, my my own my problem is you with the initial man. part. It's yeah. with the initial like <laughs> meeting the woman. Well, After that, oh, I got 
You got it made. You got it smooth after that, right? You got it playing on, right? I I can't get the fucking first base. (laughs) If I can can get past first base, oh, I'm scoring. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to be quiet on that one. I'm going to throw myself underneath the bus on that Uh one. Uh So I agree. A lot of times, you know, it's the emotional, and that's the old adage is, you know, where a lot of women, if a guy, and Lily, you brought that up perfectly, where a lot of women um, will come up, oh, if a guy had a one-night stand, oh, I can forgive him and all this stuff, and we're guys. They have a hard time forgiving their women Mm -hmm. if they cheat because they figure it's more emotional than just the physical. And that's what I think the deep, when you're sharing intimate stuff with somebody else, man, and it's like that hits home because you that rips at your soul, your heart. You're looking at why can't you share the, well, you should be sharing that stuff with me, your feelings, your all this stuff. And also they get into the situation where, you know what, I can't share this with you because I'm going to get ripped apart. I'm going to get bitched and I'm going to get attacked. You're going to get defensive and it makes it very easy. I'm not giving excuses here, but it makes it very easier almost to push that person, not intentionally, to somebody else on that emotional level. And maybe that back, they're looking at, okay, I can talk to this person easier. I can talk to this person. It's a lot easier. They understand. They listen. All this stuff. And you, that's where you run into problems, man. Yeah, but when it comes to cheating, I think men have a more hard time accepting the fact if they woman did have a one-night stand. Because I think they're more, like, so thinking of the physical part of what, you know, that woman did. Like, and Do it you really think got, it's an ego thing? Yeah, I think it's... it's it's, I'll be honest with you, it's, the ego. It's, it's a bit of both. It's not only the fact that it's the physical. It's like we know for women, they're not just going to, they're not most, most of the time, not like dudes just going to give it up. There has to be something <laughs> more. Oh, sorry, it's usually. Sorry, sorry, Sometimes. But still, there are a little sorry, more no. likely for, there has to be something. I'm not saying that there it has to be a lot of emotion or something deeper in there. But there's got to sometimes be something. Whereas a dude, like Chris Rock used to joke about, he said all, right. all he needs is a crease. Yes. Women, you still, there still has to you be know what, something there's gotta be. a little bit there. So I, I think it's a little bit of both. There's got to be that chemistry, that attraction. I think women, but I think that chemistry and attraction can be there real quick. Yeah. I'll say that. It can be real quick. Real I just haven't met. Well, I don't know. These I, I don't know. Gotten uh, <laughs> offers, you oh boy, and I, like I told you, I'm an old white bald dude. So, um, you know, do I have a lot of game? I got some game, but <laughs> from first, first uh, impressions, man, what the hell is he doing? But <laughs> you look at the situation, and there are women out there that are very assertive and very um, promiscuous. <laughs> I, I see. I don't say promiscuous. I just think they're hot for me. There's a difference. Uh, I'm joking. No, I'm. I'm really ever, they're like, yeah, what the hell is going on, Greg? You're full of shit. No, you know, <laughs> you look at this though. That's why you know you look at the emotional aspects of having someone in the back corner and not being totally committed. It, it's gonna sabotage your relationship, and I don't. I don't care if it's a year, or whatever. It's gonna sneak up, and it, it's gonna disrupt it. And you're either gonna get busted, you're gonna slip up because you're gonna get too comfortable with that situation. And it could be simple gestures since, you know, your mood can change that your spouse 
could, or a partner, you don't have to be married, can pick up on this in a heartbeat. You know, your voice, voice tone, the way you touch her, the way you touch him, the way you talk to each other, the mood changes, and you might be losing your patience with one another. You might end up, you know, just being short. As I am. Short and bored. No. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then you look at the situation to where you're wondering what the hell is happening, what's going on, and they end up coming up. Oh, Rhonda, you put, hmm, meaning. <laughs> I got to hear what you mean, Rhonda. Shoot it up. Um, you look at the situation, and it, it's going to happen. You're going to be, and women are, I think, maybe are more in tune to picking up subtleties in men's behaviors, emotions, the way they talk and everything. Some of us guys, some of us guys are, uh, you know, we're good at it too, looking at the subtleties, and maybe it's, I don't know, how I grew up, trained, whatever. But picking up on very subtle changes that hit men sort of, yeah, whatever, right? It's just one of our moods where women will pick up on what's going on, the way you look at them. The way it's weird, your body language, your posture, all these situations can change. Even if you're trying to hide it and be so smooth about it, these subtle issues will creep up and they will cause problems in a relationship, okay? You're going to be questioned on it, and it's going to get a no. Yeah, we know, right, Rhonda? Um, have you ever been in a situation like that? Lily. Yeah, of course. With my um with my recent ex, I mean of course I knew him to the T. So he used to try to do things that, you know, figured like I wasn't gonna know, but I knew him so much that he, it's nothing that he couldn't lie to me. I knew when something was wrong, I knew when he was lying, but he would still try it. So even when a guy get caught, he's still gonna deny it. That's my thought about it. Do you think it. do you think women are more open and or do you think they're gonna deny it? Women, Ooh. women, we can get away with it more, <laughs> a little longer. Hi. Little How longer, is that? A little longer than you know. You guys can. You guys throw yourself under the bus. We can, you know, kind of cheat and get away with a little bit. More. Women are smoother about that, and like yeah. I said, women are sneakier. I do not advocate this behavior. I don't advocate <laughs> cheating. I don't advocate <laughs> right. whatsoever having a B plan already lined up and everything. I don't advocate that whatsoever. You need to work on your self-esteem, your self-worth, and looking at why in the hell do I need this? Is it part of, let's face it, a lot of people hate being alone. So they'll go from one to another real quick. They don't mm-hmm. step back and get a hold of themselves and work on those. Yeah, fool, you're agreeing with Lily. I agree. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> women do <laughs> <Thank> get <you. laughs> Women do get caught, though, fool. Believe me, I could give you so many stories. I mean, I know about- I heard some stories, but for the overall... Guys, you know, get you know busted a little bit more than women, cause y'all a little bit more messier. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that. You looking at uh, the situation? You know, women do get caught. They have you know husbands, <laughs> boyfriends. They'll put GPS trackers on their car and their purses and their coats, glove boxes underneath their seat in the car. Um, they'll go up and they'll follow them to a hotel. They'll, so women do get busted. I, I, I'm giving you examples <laughs> of what the hell goes on from couples in my office where they get busted, you know. Um, you know, maybe they have a friend lying for them and a the friend slips up and it, it comes out. So women can happen too. Uh, you look at not only going in with, uh, you know, always having, do you think that is something 
sort of new or say the last 10 years more recent that someone always has a backup plan or do you think this has been going on for a long time I think it's a new trend. I think that what's wrong with today's relationships is that um, a lot of people are just so quick to be like, I can just go on to the next person instead of really trying to make it work. It's just so convenient, easy. Oh, I'll just go to the next person. It's nothing. Like you say, going from person to person and not really, you know, giving themselves a chance to really figure out who they are and what they like. There was uh, an article I was reading, and I, I agree with this. Something new about... Uh, People heard this before. I'm a huge fan of Esther Perel. She uh, is, you know, relationship sex therapist too, like myself. She just is a lot richer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, uh, she's cool, dynamic lady in New York City. But talking about the culture today, that they already know, you know, people. Do you think they're going into a relationship thinking, you know, what if it messes up? You know what? It can. It's going to end, and it will end. They're already going, anticipating the relationship is going to end. So they go into it maybe not caring as much, not giving their self, ah, poo, I like that too, about instant gratification. I agree, and I think if that instant gratification is not there, they want to hurry up and die. What I mean, not die, but <laughs> they want to kill the relationship and try to move on, like Lily was saying, you know, try to move on something better, more happier. And they don't want to work through those aspects. And I think that's, you know, a lack of, you know, discipline. And I talk about, actually, I talk about, you know, discipline in my book. And I'm not talking about, I, I didn't talk too much about the book that's coming out about discipline and S&M measures. I'm talking about discipline to work on the relationship. <laughs> Yeah, baby, give me that whip. Spank my ass. Treat me like the slut that I am. But <laughs> you look at the situation. <clears throat> Ooh, sorry, I had to throw that in there. You know, do you are people already going in there? You know, if I don't have all my me- needs met, that, you know, I'm not even going to work on them. Screw this. I'm going out to that plan B. I'm going out, you know, I'm looking somewhere else. I'm going to the bar. I'm going on online to websites, you know, going to... Uh, you know, whatever, you know, plenty of fish. You know, God, that's a stinky situation. But anyways, you look at this. That was just not even right. Why are you looking at me like that, Lily? I don't think you that want to go to any of That was even, you know, plenty of fish. And what's the uh, the new new age, the most popular one? You're asking me? Yes. It begins with T. What is that? Why? What? <laughs> what is it? A thought? What are you talking I about? I thought. No, it begins with T. The oh, app. Tinder. Tinder. Thank you. Tinder, Tinder, whatever. Tinder, right? And, um, you know, they're looking at, you know, if I don't get my needs met, I'm going to look at it. And it's I, with social media and, the, you know, technology that's so readily available that it's sad that they're not being disciplined enough to work on it. So they're already going into a relationship thinking, you know what, it can end. No big deal if it ends. And it's sad. It's a situation very very sad situation that people are i don't know if they've grown accustomed to they were taught this or you know like fru said it's about the instant gratification how a lot of these kids are raised nowadays where you know if i don't get it i'm gonna pout cry or do whatever i can to get it and we'll go from there um everybody ready for a break Sure. Great. Why don't we take a breather? This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming from the studios of rawradiox.com. We'll be back in a few moments, people. Thanks for listening. Uh, Stay tuned. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, goo. 
Stick around. She's sitting on the dirt ridden floor. Hit her formal wear. And with one look, I swear she kills me. She's loud as hell. An embarrassment. One crazy bitch, but she's lovely. And she's addictive. My nicotine. The one from my dreams in the morning. And she's vindictive. She makes me wish that girls like this came with warning.
Therapy session, your usual dose of highfalutin hijinks, crazy antics, sarcasm, and bad jokes. Oh, it's true. Remember, it's Avenue and Friends, Thursdays at noon, 9 a.m. Pacific. We're all RadioX.com. Act like you know. Let you to believe deception. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming from the studios of rawradiox.com. Here with a special guest, Lily, and, of course, my man, Av, uh, the main brain, I would say, of Raw Radio X. Absolutely. Ah, shit, Brady, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> you look at and we're, uh, we say, we're talking about, you know, do you have a backup plan already in place? And you're going into a relationship, a committed relationship, committed, I can't even talk anymore, committed relationship, <laughs> And you already have someone waiting in the wings, a plan B, whatever. And we talked about that, and I'm not going to you know, get back too much into that. But do you already, you know, before the break, we're talking about, do you already have the expectations, the plan that you know, you know, you go into a relationship or even getting married, that you know what, one day it's going to end. And do you already have that mindset going into it that, you know what, if it don't work out, I don't get my needs met. Most of the time, or even all my needs met all the time, I'm walking, I'm out of there, I'm history. So if it don't work out, you know what, I'm done, no big deal. And do you think, I want to hear, you know, from Av and Lily here, do you think that people are not getting as emotionally invested in relationships or marriages anymore? Yeah, I would have to agree. Why do you think that is? Some people are, you know, afraid of commitment. And some people are just afraid of making themselves more vulnerable to another person. Do you think that's it? Or do you think it's more out of, you know, like Fru said about instant gratification and if they're greedy? I think, yeah. it's, I think it's that and the fact that there are, especially nowadays, a lot of people know uh, that they can always do a little bit better. So maybe they're always in the back of their mind kind of secretly holding out. It's like, yeah, this is a decent situation. It's kind of gravy. But, uh... That's what I'm looking at over there, and I know that's within reach, so I'm just going to keep that on the back burner until that becomes more available for me. How do you know if that plan B or that back burner is going to be lighting that fire down the road or cooking you dinner? They do. <laughs> well, I mean, right, hey. Right. They, they don't, but, I mean, that's how some people feel. And do you think they're that plan B, whatever? I agree with you. Maybe they are looking at, you know, I'm happy. And I talked about that, you know, that comfort level. Some people stay in relationships because they're comfortable. It's what they know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they might want better. I mean, most of us do want better. What? Some people want the wedding but not the marriage. I agree, Foo. Now you're talking about women, Foo. Absolutely. <laughs> they want that bling bling. They want that $50,000 wedding. Oh, shit, it might be more than that now. They want to bling-bling, but once it's over, you know, they're done. It's like that fantasy realm with the ladies and guys. They, most guys could care less about how much they spend on a wedding. Um, there are some guys that's all about, you know, putting up a front, putting on airs and all this stuff, oh, yeah. too. But that's, that's not for us, it's though. It's a I mean, steady. That's, no, that's, that's, that's for the women. Yeah. I mean, for us, yeah. Like right. I said, we could uh, just get uh, eloped at some yeah. drive through chapel in Vegas and call it a day. And like, hey, because our objective is is the woman. It's not that day. Absolutely. And for a lot of women, like, that's that's the pinnacle of the relationship. And after that, it's like, <laughs> then it's like, and not even necessarily on purpose, but it's like, well, after that, naturally, it's back to reality. Uh, especially after the honeymoon's over, literally. The honeymoon's over, yeah. and what's left? Oh, that's right, the real world, and we're back. And is that where that plan B comes out? Now, you know, I've had yeah. the wedding, I've had all this, all the fun, 
all the excitement. Now it's done. It's a letdown now after it's all done and over with. And I, I talked about this on shows a, a long time ago about in a, even in human sexuality, I talked about, you know, it doesn't matter that the size of the ring, the bling bling, and we know in this culture in America, it's basically the only culture in the world that the first question asked out of women when they someone gets engaged, whatever, let me see the ring. It's the only culture. Yeah, Lily's laughing. <laughs> Do you think it's more for white women, black women, or all women? I think it's I all think women. It's all women. We want to show off, you know. Why? You know how much our I'm significant other. I'm you know, glad. invested in us. Ah, uh, uh, here we go. I'm uh, I'm glad you're here, Lily. Keep talking. <laughs> Keep talking. But you guys, gentlemen, are, you you guys are not going to blame it on all of us. Gentlemen, <laughs> listen up, gentlemen. Learn, people. <laughs> Master G is going to teach you guys a few lessons. I'm, I'm taking Keep notes. talking. I'm Keep talking. <laughs> Keep talking, Lily. But a lot of women, I go say all, oh, but a lot of women, they want to be able to brag, have bragging rights about what you know what. Why? Because I guess to make other women sometimes envy or Ooh. wish they had something, you know, that Again, they don't have. Go deeper, go deeper with me, Lily. <laughs> Ooh, that sounded too kinky. Anyways, <laughs> you need <laughs> go deeper than that. Get more, get more to the foundations of that ring and all this. Because they want to brag, they want to what? Because I guess it kind of, in a way, makes a, fe- a female specify how much that man really loves her or cares about her. And is it that, or does it have something to do with how much she's worth? That too, but that means it more how, of much a status? Women, how much she really love her. Is it more of a status symbol? But I'm not saying that I really, I don't think like that. But at the same time, it's a lot of females that do. <laughs> <laughs> F, thank you I'm just for that. Yes. No, Where's I'm the money machine? <laughs> and is it, you know, and I talk about this, you know, doesn't mean the guy loves you more if you have a freaking sterling silver band. Or a three-carat diamond ring. And there was a lady in a human sexuality class in the, actually in the winter, a couple uh, term ago, that talked about her requirement, her minimum requirement was a two-carat diamond ring. Wow. And I'm like, well, that's your requirement. Maybe you need to buy it yourself. And you know, we sort of got in a debate, and this is where I need to put my person, <laughs> my person, no. What was that, foo? <laughs> this is where... I need to sort of separate professionalism from personal life. And sometimes they intertwine because for the essence about, you know, real love, genuine love, does it symbolize, like Lily said, does it mean the bigger rock means the guy loves you more? And I always talk about this. People spending $50,000, $70,000 on a wedding, I ain't (laughs) saying she's a gold digger. You're right, Rhonda. (laughs) And, And you look at the situation... Does that mean that the wedding, the expensive wedding, the, the freaking multi-carat diamond ring, does that mean that the marriage is going to last longer? Does it mean no. you're more in love? No, no it, doesn't. it doesn't. It, it doesn't at all. It goes right. That, unfortunately, is what we all confuse with is just it's simple mating rules. Uh, when we're single, guys will get the most flamboyant whatever like you know get the flashy car the clothes all this stuff to do what to impress the woman i mean comedians countless comedians and people just in general have commented and joked about this for ages if it wasn't for women guys would be very content just with a recliner a remote control and some top ramen and beer 
I know I would, but because would you be we have to, with sex though too? I haven't had that in almost four years. Wow. I, I I'm good. I don't need that. I Not congratulate you. <laughs> I was going to say my condolences. <laughs> right. Does that include self gratification? Yes. Menage get, moi. Yeah, yes. Yes. It definitely includes that. Menage moi is because that, that's like eating the breath mint uh, before dinner and you're hungry. It's just going to make you hungrier. It's just going to piss me off. So no, not at all. But we do all these things, all those extravagant things to attract a woman. So yeah, we go all out if you can uh, on that wedding day. And really, like, yeah, wow. He's not only showing me all this, this, this. The same stuff that he used to attract me to right. a certain point, he's now using this as an investment also to show that this is, you know, he's locking it down. Do you think this it's an investment me? or like we talked about uh, a little bit, do you think it's a status thing? Oh, do you it's think, total status. Do you think it's total. for getting a woman? I agree. But do you think that woman then is like a arm candy? You know, everyone's heard that term arm candy, the status symbol. And we know, you know, rock stars, they could be butt ugly, you know. Guys could be filthy rich, and they have these hot, beautiful women. You know, it's a status symbol. And it do you is think, status. Are they showing off for the women, or do you think they're both. showing off for other guys? It's a, it, it's both. Ooh, it's both. Both. It's both. Because yeah, I, mean, I yeah, agree. The guys, yeah. I agree. the guys are trying to show that they're the alpha male, and this is what I got. Yeah, they totally do that, and this is my arm candy. I personally never understood that, but that's me. No, I look. Other at guys, though, yeah, I you can you can even tell when they're doing it out in public. Absolutely. And, and like you said, yeah, you see some of these butt ugly guys, and nowadays money has nothing to do with it. I mean, this is Detroit. Let's be honest. There are a lot of <laughs> butt ugly broke guys who make me look like Donald Trump. Who we're doing the same thing and it's just yeah. like what what the hell's going on so what do you think it is and i lily would it matter to you now i'm putting you on the spot damn straight and i'm glad you showed up <laughs> <laughs> now would it matter to you if a guy handed you a band will you marry me and you loved him I, i'll get that okay. uh, yeah i know it, it, i'm going out right. freaking way out fantasy realm here that you're gonna love somebody and <laughs> <laughs> he hands you a freaking, let's say, uh, whatever. Just a, a gold band, okay? Mm-hmm. It can be white, yellow, whatever. Doesn't matter. Whatever your favorite is. Would you say yes? Yes, if I really love him, yes. Because it doesn't matter what the size of the ring on my finger is. It's about that commitment. Ooh. I, now, I want now. that. Okay. Hold on. I get that. That's awesome. Okay. Now, you have... Your homegirls going on, <laughs> talking to you, your sister sister, and all this. They say, honey, let me see that ring. What are you going to do? Are you going to have like a fake cubic to show them instead of that band? No, I'm going to show them that. <laughs> I'm going to show them the ring. Not to say that, you know, I'm not going to get talked about or not. Like, oh, or some faces like, oh, that's the ring or something like that. But, hey, it's my ring. I'm the one that's engaged and they're not. So, they're ringless. So, they really... That's how I look at it. Yeah, see, Foo, you had a very expensive wedding, right? But the ring didn't matter, right? I see you on chat. You mentioned my wedding was very expensive. Oh, hmm. see? Ain't huh? no, like Rhonda said, ain't nothing but a gold digger. Ain't nothing but broke it, <laughs> but bro. I think, I think sometimes, though, we're not going to blame it all on the women. We may want all these expensive, you know, the rings and the wedding and the stuff like that. Because that's, ev- that's every girl, you know, dream keep since they've talking. been a little girl. But keep talking. Why is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting. Yeah. Keep talking, Leela. But after, you know, we get married, some men, y'all just slack up and 
and completely stop doing what y'all did to even attract us in the first place. I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I feel like oh, we married. We I I've got you it, now. So okay, Lily, I I think that goes for both aspects. Yeah, I get. We talked about you know. Repeating shows, but doesn't matter. Um, you know, I get people in my office, uh, couples all the time, and I get complaints from, oh, my wedding ring was very expensive, not my wedding. See, you're still a gold digger, foo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, foo. That's okay. I'm at least you didn't ask for both. Yeah, at least you didn't ask for both. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bashing, foo. Um, I love you guys. You know that. <laughs> you look at the situation where um, men and women in my in my office in Mount Clements, org again, give me a plug. Look, they come in my office, and I, I get guys, they come in, Greg, oh my, we got married, and it lasted maybe not even six months a year, and all of a sudden, you know, she don't get ready anymore. You know, we used to go, you go on a date. She'd always make up, you know, dialed up. She always look hot, look good, and all this stuff. We get married. She don't care anymore. She don't do her hair. She don't put makeup on. Not, not, I'm talking guys. I'm, you know, with me. That she don't ever look nice anymore. She stops doing the things that she did when we were dating. Now she got the ring. Now she got the wedding. And now she don't give a shit. And the guys get resentful. And I, you know what? I don't blame them. However, like Lily said too, and you know, Av said the same thing. You know, guys, they might stop doing. They might get lazy, let themselves go. You know, might turn into slobs. They might not do the things too. It's not one thing. It's not a gender bias. I think both mm-hmm. both couples stop doing the shit. I agree with women too. Women the courting. Do, yeah. Do, do, well, do go ahead, Av. The, the 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 thing about the guys being slobs though. Isn't that more of a benefit nowadays? The so whole dad bot thing. Oh that. God! Isn't that more of a benefit? Isn't it, it's okay? It's okay if the guy like. Now I'm not saying the guy should get lazy, and especially as far as you know, doing and providing. No, he, that, that's his job anyway. If he stops doing that, you, he needs to go. But as far as the you know the looks requirement now, when with with women, I mean, and, and guys, we are obviously we're we're looking at the exterior. And, and, and we meet you at this one point, and we're not saying that, oh, you just got out of control and just blah, but, you know, we may have noticed a little something different. You, you may have just, you know, gotten a little lazy, a little slacked up a little bit, no big deal, whatever. Uh, but, you know, for some odd reason, you know, guys, when, when I hear that, oh, oh, yeah, he got out of shape, he got lazy, I'm like, those are the types of dudes that all the women are chasing nowadays. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, dudes can get a little lazy, and, and can they can afford to gain a little weight, look a little sloppy. They can yeah. afford it as long as they have that. As long as they're providing, their as long as they're providing, that's again part of the stability factor of the Ooh. dad bod, and also just like I said, I see it all the time out here. I, I mean, even on my Facebook page, I'm, I got a lot of my male friends, and these are the ones who, the ones who work out, they're in shape, blah blah blah. You know, some of them may be in relationships, maybe not. But all the ones who beard, belly, look like they, the only thing they work out is their arm to lift up the remote, every single one, relationship. Yeah, isn't it wild, isn't it? And they're, and the woman loves it. So, Do you think women are into those guys, though, Av? Um, Lily can 
go up with this too. Maybe they're looking at guys thinking, oh, okay, I can put up with it, whatever. That way I don't have to worry about them cheating mm-hmm. on me. I think that is a big factor. And it could have to do with yeah. their self-esteem, though, sometimes, yeah. too. Because if they, if, if them themselves, if they don't feel like their self-worth or they're that attractive and they get somebody that's less attractive to their, in their opinion to them, then yeah. it makes them feel a little bit more secure. Makes them feel more secure that they don't they won't lose that person, man. That's so funny. Because in, yeah. in this day and yeah. era of all these, everyone being so, or at least putting on this facade, like they're so confident and they're world-beating and they just... They have it all. They put on this front, especially women now. And on social media, that's yeah. on in, and in real life. Yeah. Social media is just the worst part. Right. But they put on that front, and at the end of the day, when you see the guys, that that is part of the explanation for it. I think it is a front. You get, you know, I I see it. You know, I mean, guys do it too, though. They uh, no, I agree. They you know date down just. Some some guys some do. guys do and they some run some around. Some of, they us run around. some of us don't have options. <laughs> Remember that. Some of y'all do though. They run around and I want to get you know go back to the expectations. You know with this people going into it, you know expecting if it doesn't work out, I'm already thinking you know there's a way out. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get divorced. No big deal. I'm going to break up. I'm going to leave. You know it's not any big deal. Going back to you know the emotional investment might be a better word and talk about financial investment with weddings and rings and all this stuff but the emotional investment do you think it is not there or do you think that people have this expectation this is what i want this is you know this is what i have and i think more people you know the stats are people are getting married later Mm -hmm. you know they're getting later more towards their mid to late 20s than maybe, you know, women in their early 20s. You know, they're waiting even maybe 30, you know, around 30 years old, guys getting married for the first time, women in their late 20s, um, more educated, they're working on their careers and all this stuff. And another adage to this is expectations. Do you think, okay, I got my career, I'm living here, whatever. Now I'm going to meet someone and they're going to, they're going to sort of go after my expectations and be okay with me doing this, living here, and all this stuff. And if they don't, you know, be okay with that, they're done. How many people think going to a relationship now thinking this is the way I am and, damn it, everyone's going to expect me, you know, accept me for who I am and accept that I'm like this and they're going to just have to take it? I have kind of that attitude, and that's probably one of my problems. I, I feel like. I mean, I feel like I have so many qualities that maybe my expectations may be a little bit too high. So maybe, you know, I feel like I need to lower them. But, yes, I do feel like um, I am who I am. And either you're going to accept me for who I am or you're not. You, you don't have to mess with me because it's your choice. I don't feel like I have. I should change just because you to better accommodate you. I can understand compromising. But it's the difference between compromising and you just want me to change and be this person that you want me to be. Right. Now, what do you, what do you mean? And I think a lot of people, they look at the situation that, you know what, um, a big thing is, you know, how I form my life. And you expect someone else to come into it and be okay with the way everything is in your life. And it's almost like you are meeting, you know, like I said, the career where you live, you know, what you got going on. And you have to mold yourself into be like me. You have to mold yourself and accept your life has to more or less model and wrap around me. No, I don't believe that. I just believe that you have to come in and just either you're going to, you know, live up to my expectations or you're not. It's your your option. I'm not going to force you to do it. 
I don't want you to change your whole self and not be you to do it. I'm just letting you know up front what my expectations is. And it's either for you to grasp it or you can just keep going about your business. Now, how, I agree. Then how do, how would you compromise those situations? When you have a mindset, like you said, Lily, you know, you're not going to settle. I don't think anyone should settle. I get that. And that's where the plan B's come in that we talked about at the first part of the show. Do you look at... You know, how much are you willing to bend? You know what? Say, you met a great guy, you fall in love with him, Lily, and all of a sudden, he wants to live on a farm. Um, that would be... Did you... Av's <laughs> laughing. He saw her face. <laughs> I was... Oh, you know, we should start doing video. Wow. We should start doing... We should start doing video, you know? And we can see everybody's facial expressions yeah, and everything, cool. too. I thought about doing video shows that w- before. That would be a, well, you see a that? hell of a compromise. God, I wish we could have a replay on that. <laughs> that would be a hell of a compromise. Great guy, loves you. He freaking, you know, makes you freaking come five times every time you freaking have sex. That's freaking awesome. Now, and he wants to live on a farm. And you're a city girl, right? Right. Okay. So that would be a little bit of an adjustment. But if I really loved him, I would believe that it would be have to be some type of compromise in the middle where we both kind of have some type of common ground. So the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> the suburbs, right? No, he, he, no, he, he wants right, those. We, we can go like 20-some mile, you know, where it's a lot of acres in between there. You can have your own little farm, but we're not about to literally stay on a farm. He, he wants chicken and ducks and a couple little pigs. That is a KFC right around the corner. KFC, yeah, there you go. Right, or you can go, you know, go hunting and go kill your chickens and bring them back to the house, but live in the Hey, Ab, let's go hunt some chickens. <laughs> oh, God, that was hilarious. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for joining us, lady. <laughs> I go hunt me some chickens. Hey, why not? They're hunting pheasants. Yeah, yeah you know what? That's a good point. <laughs> you know, boy, where the hell are we going with this? So, you know, with those expectations, you know, do you look at, do you think people already have, you know, I, I love what you said earlier, Lily, about being open, that you've learned that people need to be more open with accepting differences and accepting each other as who they are. And I think, I still think that there is a mindset that a lot of people are looking at, you know what, you're going to be like this, you're going to be like this, you're going to do like this, and then I'm going to love you, then I'm going to be happy. You know, you're always looking at someone else maybe to make you happy or meet your expectations. But what are you doing to meet each other's expectations? Or what happens? I love, even on first dates, you know, in the dating realm, whatever, I, I tell people, even, you know, people that maybe are divorced and want some dating insights and going back, you know, trying to heal from divorce, getting back into the dating realm and say they've been married 15 years, 20 years, you know, a long time and they haven't dated, you know, so they want to work on those insights with me and stuff in the office. And I tell people, go into it with no expectations. We, ha- we have to go in with expectations, meaning, you know, I'm not going to freaking date a serial killer. I'm not going to date a child molester. Those things. Good goals to have. Yeah, those are very good goals. You know what? Yeah, I get that, you know. A rapist, you know, well, that's flexible. But you look at the situation, I'm teasing, of course. You look at the situation, um, you know, we have our main top expectations that we're not going to deal with, you know, drug deal, whatever. But, you know, other than that, what are your expectations? Does he or she have to have this set job? I got a buddy of mine that wants, you know, a woman 
uh, to be totally a sex kink, has to make so much money, and uh, all these expectations, you know, the meat, educated all this stuff to meet, and it's like, hmm. Wait, 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 hold on, say that again. <laughs> is this the woman? No, this is a guy. Oh, because I'm like educated. I know. Ab, he's a guy. He's I'm, a guy. Uh, Sorry, man. Yeah. I know. Ab, I'm now sorry. Right up your alley. I am so good I, I am so sorry about that. It is a gentleman. You know, he wants a woman. You know, he's been divorced before too. And looking at you know expectations. That's probably why. And do you go? It's messed up situation but you look at the situation and he's you know educated nice guy good money good job you know looks at he wants the same in a partner you know a woman that is you know educated has her own money and all this stuff and if she makes you know say 30 35,000 he's like hey you know what then I got to make a lot more than that and you look at you know are you always looking for something better when it could be a great thing in front of you and do these expectations actually mean you're going to love each other? No, they don't. I think that people um, judge people um, kind of too much. They, you know, self, and they, you know, and they, some things should be, you know, kept to yourself. Some things should not be said. Like? <laughs> I, I can't really, okay, so for instance, you have a, a person and, you know, you kicking in and, you know, you really like each other and, it may be something as simple as you don't like the smell of their cologne. But the fact that they even try to, you know, even try to smell good for you, but you don't personally like the fragrance. So you may just, oh, you, you, that stink, or I don't like the way that smells. Uh, now, Lily, how would you handle that situation? Something tells me you've been there before. He's I mean, all brooded up and all this stuff, and it's just gagging you out. See, my problem is I'm a little too blunt, as my best friend would say. So I would say that like Ugh. after you have sex with the guy, then what would you say to him? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> go home. It's time for you to go home. No. Time for you to go. Home. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, some people like when you first meet somebody, and you might meet somebody. F- females do this all the time. You may see a guy may approach you, and he might be you Listen, know Ab. a little filthy, or he may not look up to par, and you might <laughs> judge him. Just off that, like, oh, he he don't he don't have these type of shoes on, or he's not dressed a certain type of way. He um he have this type of car, so you just prejudge on. Oh, he probably got this type of job. You don't even really know this person. And you're not getting so you going into it with already kind of negativity about this person that you don't even know. So you can miss out on your chance of possibly this property being a person that you can possibly connect with just based upon physical appearances off rip that you judging this person based upon. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I agree, but do you think do you think um, more women are prejudging than men? Can I, I, can I, I answer that? Please, I, I would agree. I would agree, and I'm a woman. I would agree that we do prejudge more so than men. But I don't know. Maybe you have something different. Maybe he's gonna say you do. Y'all guys do. Oh no 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 no. We're agreeing. Mm. Women do. Um, women totally do. Again, I'm just using this as an example, as you know. Uh, being here in the city, you got to meet. We've talked about this numerous times. You have to meet yeah, a certain. Have, you've got to have a certain look. And uh, people have jo- asked me, "What do I mean when I say I need to be Detroit attractive?" I tell them, "Well, I'm a you know I'm a black guy, but on top of that, say with the the dad bod well, going on in part, but I'm a I'm a skinny black nerd. So that already puts me down a couple notches in Detroit because 
being nerdy, I mean, in Detroit, that's not exactly a positive. No, being I, skinny I agree. here also is definitely not a positive. Not for a male, because most women will look well, hold at on, you no, back like you're weak. Not for a male heterosexual. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. No, no, you're, you're spot on. Because most women will assume either, yeah, that, or you're just weak. So, if you are a black man like myself and you happen to be intellectual, you have to put on the biggest front like you are the biggest gangster in the world because you cannot make up for what you lack. And you lack height, you lack size, and I don't necessarily mean muscles, but you can just be big. If you do not have the look of the teddy bear or the protector or the, or like I said, the African warrior prince or whatever, then yeah, yep. it's that you're automatically... The physical aspects, I absolutely... Yeah, you're, you're what, do you think, what do you think, though, Ev, about... Uh men being judged you know where a lot of women and i mentioned about the buddy of mine too about you know wanting this woman educate whatever do you think women go into it and they they will not talk to it's almost like the one i say bitch on you know think like a man that she has the status attitude and all this i need a man that's this and this a ceo Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. this stuff do you think men and lily chime in too on this please both of you that um, do you think women already set up? You know, I need. I'm going to have a man that has to be educated, has to be making this much money, that wants this type of house and is going to have this type of lifestyle with me. And if I don't get that, I'm not going to be happy. We're going to go on lavish trips. We're going to go to the Caribbean. We're going to go to wherever. And I am not going to be with someone that cannot provide that for me. Is it about? that materialism though is I don't it know. really because i don't know that's what i'm asking you can get that with anyone i mean i, think, I agree i think I, some I've guys are like that I, i'm bro- i've been broke my whole life so i've been <laughs> you know i've been fortunate i i have not and i would not i sniff them out pretty well if they're a gold digger if they're all that and but, i i've been date you know i've been on dates with vice presidents of banks and all this it's usually not my style but um you know vice president of banks presidents of whatever women and you know the errors and yeah i'm up front man i'm broke whatever and even some most women that i've been around whatever some of them do care they want all that but maybe it's just maybe that i type of women or whatever i draw to me that most of them really don't really care about the money i, I, was gonna say, I have to say which is, which is cool as much as we talk about it and you hear about that the gold yeah. diggers and stuff oh yeah i have to admit that's one yeah. thing that i can say that i you, you, you get a little bit out of everywhere. Do you think that's Southeast uh, think Michigan th- or Detroit? I think it's just overstated in general. I personally, really? yeah, because again, well, now if you went out to Bloomfield Hills, uh, well, Birmingham, Rose Point, I would expect that. Because okay. look where you're at. Here in the city, things are a little more realistic, and even the women who are kind of gold digger ish, right? Yeah, still, there is a little more of a, a reality check. That's in store here. I, they might like not said, be gold diggers. They might be silver diggers. Okay, but you have some men gold diggers too. Though. You, oh no, no, you, you totally have, do. You have men who have totally. expectation, like you were saying, your friend. You, you have guys, you know, women. We get just too. Oh, she, her ass. I mean, I'm sorry, her behind is not fat. You enough. can say. Oh, it. her ass is not fat enough. Her titties not fat enough. Or her face, she don't have long hair. Or she not this oh. color. You got the dark skin versus the light skin yeah, thing and true. black thing that's and all true. these different things. So I, I, you know what I'm. Women, women get judged too, just like it's women. women. It's women just, not to, that, right. but it's just think, not to that extent where we like, oh, he don't have this type, he don't have this I, money, I think, he don't have no car, so we're not doing this. I, I think physical attributes, people are judged left and right, both men, females. 
equally. I, I, like I said, I, I know I joke, and Lily knows in classes I joke on women. I tease women. I love women. I'm just joking around about those aspects. But I'm very against the stereotypical, you know, gender bias aspects of, about, you know, all men, all women. Not at all. I think for the equal part, I think both men and women judge physical aspects. Mm-hmm. And those that say men are more visual than women, that's bullshit. Women are just slyer, more smooth about it. They're, they're very into physical. They're into oh, yeah. those aspects as well. But I want to talk about expectations about, you know, the money. Do you think women are more into looking at, you know, making sure the guy meets their expectations regarding materialistic aspect, you know, maybe educated, maybe, you know, I'm not going to have someone that just has his bachelor degree or an associate's degree. That ain't nothing. I'm, I need someone that at least has a bachelor degree that has a master's. Do you think that they want this abs shaking his head? No. A couple, maybe. You don't think most women... If they're on that level, then yes, and I'm not going to lie, they probably... It normally sh- should be with someone on at least a similar level. I mean, I can't blame them. And for the ones who were talking about being gold diggers, maybe they're not. Maybe they're being a little, to a certain degree, a little realistic. Because in theory, this is a woman that you're, you're, you're planning on spending the rest of your life with. You're planning a family and all these things. You're going to need some type of financial stability yeah. to hold that down. Again, no, wait, 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 wait. not she, without going wants to, to the extreme. She wants to stay at home, so what she does don't oh. mean shit. I mean, she wants to stay at home, so you got to be financially secure. That's what I'm talking about. So, I mean, not in, now in you a case got, like that. You better, hey. you better be able to provide so I you stay at provide. home. You well, got your hey. thought about that, Lily. Well, I don't want to stay at home. I mean, you I, have if, kids? I don't have kids. Do you want kids? I do. So How many? <laughs> two. Well, at least she didn't say ten. But I do, <laughs> I, I do feel like um, you know, don't no woman want to be with someone that they don't feel secure or you know, with financially, emotionally, Ooh, mentally. Thank you, thank you. I mean, you. we all want to feel secure, protected. Yes, you do, don't you? Know? you? And you know, it go back to the bring Steve, it, Lily. It go back it. to the Steve Harvey book. Oh you know? God. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Harvey is a comedian. He is not a professional. But he wrote the book, Think he Like w- a Man. I know he wrote a book, Think Like a Man. He had three P-words. He had a lot of jokes, too. Yeah, he is <laughs> telling. He is telling women what they want to hear. Thank you. That's all it is. Thank you. He is smart. I like Steve Harvey, but he's not a professional in relationships. He's not a professional in any, well, comedian he is. That's it. And but I do believe that women do. And he tells like, women what they want to hear. I do believe that women base their stuff off the three P's. So I do that. Believe okay. that, and which is to protect, to profess, and provide. I mean, I think he do got a point. I think don't no woman want no man that is not willing to profess they love, which is I agree. Provide don't no woman want no man who can't get on provide, especially even if she is working. What if hardships come? She need, she want to know that she got a backbone at home too. Why can't? Can the guy think that too? I want someone that can I mean, yes. For I me. mean, it's supposed to be an even streak because if you know your husband fall off or your significant other fall off as a woman, you supposed to you know have your man back as well. It's supposed to be and a that, you yeah, know that a happened, 50-50 thing. That happened a lot back in like oh seven oh eight oh all through like two thousand ten. But really. I think why it's so okay for women to still think like that because it's that's how we've been you know born to believe since the beginning of time. Because before women started getting the workforce, what did a man do? He provided for his household. He provided for the women. 
I went agree. outside the household. And I, I think, it, you know, a lot of things have changed. The market, the job market, career markets, you know, with expectations and how we, you know, all these expectations we pull on. My ex is a millionaire, and if I was still with him, I would be miserable. Money doesn't make up for being an asshole or a bitch. That's I true. Agree, that that is true. I agree. That I agree. I completely agree. But some people have fallen into that, that mindset or lifestyle, if you will, because it's status. It makes them feel more important. makes them feel more loved. Ha, I, I'm this. I, I am this you know, terrific person because I landed this rich guy and landed this rich girl. And I have that, this and that. And yeah, and that, that. Ma- yeah, and that makes me more important. It makes me, your whole essence is based on that, which I think is shallow, and I think it's false, and it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of bullshit. You, I want people to come real, be themselves. And you look at, when, when I help, you know, couples get more, you know, the genuine love and affection and the care for each other and also like the, I talked about on Monday, Monday's show about, you know, being individuals. And I think, you know, being your own individual is awesome. And you need to accept that because there is a, when you start getting too close and you lose that passion, desire goes. But when you come about expectations, what happens? You know, you, oh, my God, we're going to see each other every day. We're going to have sex every night, every morning. We're going to talk all five hours a day and all this stuff. And when that stuff, if that happens, Okay, then you start, what happens? You start losing yourself, minus the sex every day. Forget about that. That's a good thing. Never lose that. <laughs> Never lose that. That's a great thing. You, you know, as I'm being an asshole now. Like, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm all for it. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm all for it. Yeah, I really don't either. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> so, no. So, you know, you're like, yeah, forget about that. Everything else, you know, the expectations you have. And when you lose yourself, you know, do you, you know, you look at all these expectations, where you're going to live, how much money I'm going to have, how much money the person I'm going to fall in love with make. You know, do you, does it really matter? Does it really matter when it comes down to love? Or do you think that if those expectations, you know what? Like we talked about at the beginning of the show, that your expectations are, you know, I got one foot out the door already. You know, I could have this, and if I'm not happy, you know what? I'm out of here, lickly split. But, that, I mean, that's true. You can meet someone, and they have it all. They have, your, you know, meet up to your expectations. And then later down the line, like I say, they can fall off and have hardship. Then what? Then what, you're going to leave them because they don't have, you know, they're not providing for you no more? You- or you can meet someone, and they don't have, you know, really, they don't live up to your expectations. But who to say next week they might be at your expectations? So it's just about you kind of, like, judging at your own discretion because you never know. But does that, I agree, Lily. does that fall in line, though, with what you, um, you know, what we were saying about that, like you said, do you think women, you know, they expect, they're looking at a guy about for, you know, being with love, whatever, you know, getting married to, do you think they look at a guy's potential? And they have to meet, you know, and if that guy doesn't meet my set expectations regarding his potential, how much he's going to make, what he's going to do, do you think women are going to say, adios? No, I don't. Ooh. I don't think so. You Not, don't think so? No, no, because you have some women who would accept that. You have some educated, highly educated women who is with God drug dealers. I mean, I'm just giving an example. You have. But they have a lot of money. 
Drug money <laughs> is inconsistent. It's called I inconsistent know. money. It so is. if you really can't, I really can't say that because you have, you know, guys who's very successful and deal with women who really, you know, don't. It's not educated, you know. So it just depends on the person. I think that really people need to look beyond physical looks. You need to look, you know, at a person personality. I, I have a friend, and he don't he don't judge. He say that he don't judge people. He's willing to give anybody a chance because it's about their personality. They can have every else but if they don't have that personality to go along with it then he's turned off automatically now now they can have you know they can be okay and everything else but they got that personality then he's very much attracted to them but a lot of you know a lot of people don't look at it at that aspect they look at it like oh what can you do for me what you got which you know i agree and I, you know, with that, the expectations, I think we have an expectation that we want to be with someone, like you said, your friend, that's cool for him, unless he's fronting you up, you know, <laughs> help out, you know, the, I think we have the expectation, we want to be attracted to somebody, right? Yeah. You know, we want to be physically attracted, and then I agree, the personality comes in, you know, either enhances it or detracts it. Right. But I think, you know, regarding the expectations, I think it is... Um, I think we all need, you know, most of us, me included, and, you know, I, I get bashed because what I do, I'm a professional. I'm supposed to be attracted to everybody, right? No. I'm a man. <laughs> and we all have, you know, I think expectations, maybe not exactly what they look like, but that we want to be physically attracted to them um, and then go from there. And I agree. The personality is huge. That's what keeps you in those expect. You know, you look at what can you s- not settle with, but what can you be happy with, even if it doesn't work out? If those expectations aren't made financially, if they're not made whatever, where you're going to live, like you on your farm with the hot guy, <laughs> and you look at, do you think, you know, what would it take for you to be happy and how you treat each other? And that's what I try to help couples get to. Yeah, we all want riches we all want this and all this stuff but what happens like you said and i know fu mentioned um you know what your ex is a millionaire i wonder if i could turn gay (laughs) no i'm teasing (laughs) hell no i could not turn gay i always say i'm looking for a hot sugar mama (laughs) not an old one just a hot hot sugar mama not too old (laughs) you look at the situation where you know, the expectations going from, you know, do I already have one foot out the door when I'm in the relationship that I'm not going to be emotionally invested, emotionally committed to that person because, you know what, in case it don't work out, I don't want to get that emotionally close because I'm going to get crushed, I'm going to get whatever. I want to make it as an easy escape for myself. And I think that's a sad situation. And I don't promote relationships or couples that way at all. I want couples. And I say this, you know, numerous shows. I want to give, I want couples to give 100% of themselves to one another, but also 100% of themselves so they maintain their own identity Mm -hmm. as an individual. That's important and that's huge. You know, going with the expectations, you know, if what is causing you to go into it with the expectation that if the, you know, if the relationship doesn't give me what I want financially, whatever, um, meet those full expectations i'm out of there i'm not even going to work on it you know what too bad you're not what i wanted or what i expected you to be and i'm out of here and how many people you know are in that situation and i see the other spectrum the other opposite of that that people are in shit relationships (laughs) but they can't get out of them you know they're in abuse of their whatever Mm -hmm. in those situations 
Um, we ready for a short break? Sure. Yeah. That'd be cool. Thanks, Ed. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back in a few moments. Art of Relationships Radio Show. Thank you. Yeah, baby, talk about the cosmic thing. You know what I'm saying now? Girl. And what we thought was nothing grew to be so much more unlike anything that's ever, ever been before. Shining star in the galaxy, true so me, and then a special connection, the cosmic groove.
Hyatt's Avenue, and you're listening to RawRadioX.com. Real Raw Radio. Hey, you. Yeah, you. What are you doing? You know what you should be doing right now? You should log on to RawRadioX.com. And for those of you on the go, just check out TuneIn and search Raw Radio X. It's that easy. RawRadioX.com. The hottest music around, locally and abroad. It's what we do. It's RawRadioX.com. Real Raw Desert sand, don't be your water. And 
pay. Hey, welcome back. This is Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. We're going into the last 20 minutes of the show, maybe maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> We're all getting tired. Uh, here with, uh, of course, on Wednesday night, rawradiox.com, radio in Detroit, with uh, my main front man, Av, and we got a special guest, Lily, here, talking about expectations and relationships, meaning that, you know, do you all automatically expect going into a relationship or marriage that you know what i'm gonna expect if i don't get my needs met we're going to kill it we're gonna get done with this marriage we're gonna end it i'm walking i got a plan b uh or maybe c d and e too coming up you know and that's not cool you want to get a hold of yourself and have um you know sort of self-respect that you're not going to treat somebody like that and also yourself what's that say about you and your maturity level and not only the expectations we're sort of getting a little bit going on men women aspects about what do you expect in a relationship and do you want them to meet your every need you know financially uh you know do you have a criteria in what's going on that's going to make you happy. I need this big three-carat diamond ring or bigger. I want this $50,000 wedding or I'm not going to be happy. And you stomp your feet and cry and boo-hoo and you know what? Then if I don't get this, I'm going to marry someone who's going to give me that. Would you do that, Lily? Mm-hmm. Oh, but you'll go off with that farmer, won't you? <laughs> yeah, that farmer probably going to be a little bit more loyal and probably I'm probably a little bit more happier than a person who... If I'm just being with it, just be based upon what they have. You just, you better not let him have any sheep, though. He might not be that loyal to you. <laughs> that's just wrong, Daddy. No, that's just wrong. I'm calling Peter. That's yeah, it. I know. No kidding. <laughs> that's just wrong. That's sick. How unprofessional. Anyway, you know the expectations you look at. You know, I want people to have an open mind. You know, if you they don't meet your financial expectations or expectations of what type of job you know you have you know girls growing up i'm going to marry a doctor how many times have that been there right i'm going to marry a, a nba star i'm going to marry an nfl player i'm going to marry a rock star i'm going to marry a doctor a lawyer whatever do you go into the situation to where you know what these are all my expectations and you know where do they come from not only that, what happens? Are you always looking for that person? I am not going to marry anyone but a doctor, but a, a lawyer, a pilot, whatever it is, a CEO of a company. And you know what? Are you shutting yourself out to other maybe fantastic possibilities, right? Yeah. And I, I think that's more, I don't think guys, you know, go into it too much with, You know, looking at, oh, I want a woman that's going to be the president of this company, a CEO. Um, Some guys might go into an expectation, you know what, I I have an expectation I'm going to fall in love and a stripper's going to fall in love with me. Maybe (laughs) that might be their expectation. A fantasy. Or a fantasy, yeah. But they, um, (laughs) I'll leave that alone. (laughs) You look at the situation, no, I've never been with a stripper. You look at the situation, oh, shit. Oh, no, you look at the situation where, you know, what expectations and what does that say about you? Does it mean, okay, they're going to be rich, and I know Fu mentioned about this, you know, being with a millionaire and all this, and he was an asshole. 
and you look at, you know, do you take everything along with it? What if they are a CEO? What if they're rich? Maybe they're going to treat you. They're going to have plan B or maybe they have someone hooked up in another city or whatever. And are you going to be okay with that? But I married a rich guy. I married that CEO. I married that doctor. Would you be okay with that? I'm not going to be okay with sharing my man, but I do know a few females who will be okay because as long as he, they attitude, as long as he's taking care of home and her or their family, then what he do outside of there, she really don't, I mean, she care, but she really don't care at the same time. She's going to put up with it, but she would not put up with it if a guy didn't have as much money as that guy had. She'll leave him with the quickness, like, oh, I'm not putting up with this, you da-da-da-da, but because he got money... It means something to her. Not all females, but some females, and they mine. What's your take on that? My take on that is that's why I'm still single, because <laughs> guys like that exist. Guys like that exist, and uh, there are women who are totally okay with that. It's not even necessarily a, a money thing uh, all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's just something about the guy that the the woman can't get enough of. Um, I've sex. never. Oh, yeah, see be. that right. See, I, I, whatever it is, I know I've never understood it, so I, I can't get it. I don't, I don't get it. But I miss, I miss that. I was too busy on chat. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. The thing is, is that it's not always just the financial stability that keeps that will make a woman put up with that. No, sometimes I agree. it's you know it it's is the physical. Sometimes it's the sex, sex is just that good. He, he licks you like nobody's business, man. He right. licks you better than that. that nobody is ever. How many licks does it take to lick a tootsie pop? <laughs> In places that normally, you know, shouldn't be leaked, but okay. Oh, Lily's really sort of disclosing some of her uh, <laughs> wish lists, no, I'm sorry, her that, favorites. No, that no, <laughs> no, Ab. What do you mean, no, 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 no. Not, not that I'm against it. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Let, let's let me clear that up. I one, I one thousand and ten percent agree with what she said about that. Yes, but if that's the part of the reason, I'm like. That's horrible because I mean, last time I checked, I was great at all that stuff. Hell yeah! So, I, yeah, wow, that's ridiculous. Oh well, yeah. like I said, let me get the let me get past first base and I I, I got it, dude. You maybe, got it. Maybe on first base you just gotta go in real strong, give it to him, have him hook. Just saying. You know what? I don't, I don't know how to do uh, that. Everyone's listening to the show. It's gonna <laughs> or people listening to the recorded uh, show after this. They're gonna be freaking looking you up, Lily, all over the place <laughs> since you're disclosing all the stuff you want, man. Right. You're gonna get these rich, freaky guys coming out after you. The, oh, I'm sorry, I got it wrong. These rich, freaky farmer guys coming out after you oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go. They're gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, They're gonna be good. chicken hunters. That's gonna be. At least I ain't got to worry about my chicken being shooted up with all the extra <laughs> stuff they be putting in the chicken. Out yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. You know what? That is true. You those wild. Have you ever true. have you ever seen those wild chicken running around in the woods and stuff, man? Freaking scary sons of bitches. A little scary, yeah. They <laughs> look like they're gonna whip my ass. <laughs> but uh, the expectation. What do I want? I want people. You know. Maybe I'm a huge diehard romantic, you know, and I get, you know, you got to live. You got to pay your bills. What was that? Oh, no, I'll read her comments. She said all places should be lit. Oh, yeah. Food, I, food oh, yeah. is correct. Food yes. is yes. correct. I, I agree. Yes. All places. Yeah. All places should be licked. I agree. You know what, though? But if they got the toe jam going on, uh, oh, or on. they got the funky fingernails. Thumb, th- thumb through that. You, thumb through. You sh- it's extra flavoring, right? <laughs> extra flavoring, right? But that's what the hot sauce is for. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
That would burn That'll your be a crotch. South that would burn that your crotch. Anyway, I thought we were talking about toes. Oh, toes. Okay. Put oh. Nipples. Put some whipped cream on it. There we go. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> That's what chocolate serves for. Okay, go ahead. Caramel, all that stuff, right? Now I lost. Now I'm getting off. You know what? The ladies think get me all freaking all no, hot and wild no, no. now. Now a fool is starting to with now I'm being hungry. all like I know now. <laughs> now I'm hungry or horny. I don't know which one. Maybe yes. both. Let's take care of both of them. <laughs> so you look at the situation. Was that a snort? No. You look at the situation where um, the expectations. You know, I'm all about helping couples get. I want you know genuine love and affection. I hate you know individual look at that you know what you got to meet all these standards you got to meet this or i'm not going to be happy and not only that we're going to live in this area then oh then bubble bath then for (laughs) (laughs) you look at the situation you got to be careful of that bubble bath uh food though you got to be careful because you don't want any uh vaginal uh infections caused from the bubble bath so be careful of that you look at and i'm sure you know that (laughs) yeah, <laughs> I just oh my god! I know. Good call? thing we're almost done with the show. Looking at, can you be open enough to look at? You know, I want someone that treats me well. Yeah, if we have, we live in maybe uh, you know a thousand, twelve hundred square foot house or an apartment. As long as we're happy, is that going to be okay? Or, you know what? Do you want this four thousand square foot house and you sort of have a, you know, sort of a business type relationship that it's not passionate it's not loving it's not emotionally fulfilling for either one of you now again i'm not one to say you live your wife life you live your wife live your life one way or another i want people happy whatever makes you happy but i want it to be real and i want it to be legitimate i want it to be genuine i don't want people putting up fronts i hate fake people i hate people putting on airs being one way or another that they're thinking all their expectations have to be met you know, financially, materialistic-wise, to be happy. And I think a lot of people are going into, uh-oh, there's one for you, Av, about the toe jam. You look at the situation where, um, you know, do you already have that one foot out the door? I don't care if my parents, you know, spent or we spent $50,000 on a wedding. I can get divorced, no big deal, and who cares about that? But I thought that $50,000, that was your fantasy. That was your most important day of your life. Well, until my rest of my expectations are there, right? That's just getting me, that's meeting one expectation. Now I'm already looking at others. You know, does that $50,000 or above wedding um, make you happy? You got that expectation. But then now what? You know, now how are you going to follow through with the expectation of loving each other and being committed and mostly committed to each other? If you're already thinking you got one foot out the door, the backup plan we talked about, or that you are sitting in the environment where, you know what, eh, if I'm not that happy, I'm getting out. I'm not even going to work on this. But I got a question for you guys. Please. So, what if a female had all these qualities and met up to your expectations. What but qualities? All of them. All the good qualities. But she was only... She you was don't like, even know what my qualities are. The general qualities. She had a personality. You know, she was educated and sense of humor. And a nympho? She, <laughs> if that's your preference. <laughs> but, um, only with me, though. I said, yeah, I want a nympho. I was but like, only, only with me. your preference. <laughs> but, um... Okay. What, 
Um, but what if she lacked in the bedroom? How would, uh, y'all, how would y'all handle that? Like, I, I, you know what? As long as you, but she had everything else. But she no, lacked in she that. has everything else. But, but that, uh, you know what? That's something. What we should be okay? Which, which should be, and say if she had no ambition or no desire to improve that situation, I wouldn't be in that situation. Yeah, wait. No, when you say when you say it's just, is the problem on her end? Or, I mean, it just might not it? be up to you, just your expectations of, you know, how she get down. Well, right. fortunately, I have relatively low expectations <laughs> on that end. I just ask that you do have a little bit of kinky side to you. That's about it. So, um, say if she didn't have. Right. I That's know okay. with me, to be honest with you, okay. if it was, um, and I'm not, every, you know, doing sex therapy and all that stuff. I'm not into whips and chains on a personal level. I work with couples that are in the S&M. B&D, you name it, you know. You can teach her. I agree, you can teach her, but that's why I said if she does not want to be taught, doesn't have the ambition or desire to even improve or work on that, that's why I threw that in there. I I agree, you teach each other, and everybody's different what they want, what they like, where they want to be licked, dicked, sucked, kissed, whatever, flipped over, bent over, whatever. Everybody has, you know, their likes, dislikes. I get that. But if the willingness is not there and they could care less, you know, about that, it, say sex life isn't that important to them. One thing is, why would you be with that person to begin with? Or maybe she just stopped being that way? Why would you? No, it started off in the beginning like that. Oh, then you know what? It wouldn't go that far. So you saying that basically, just based upon that, that sex can be the deal breaker yes. of their relationship? Yes, absolutely. Actually, I'll, I'll, absolutely. To, I'll be the contrarian here and say no, not necessarily, because I was. I'm thinking about a relationship. I sure. Was, actually, two relationships I was in. Okay. And one of them, I <clears throat> we were together for three years. We did plan on getting married. Uh, and uh, I actually wow. That was when you were in D.C., right? No, that was uh, when I came back, and uh, she lost her virginity to me. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, we were we pl- planned for long term, and it, it started off very very vanilla. I mean, obviously, I mean, well, because, right, 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 yeah. right, right. So that don't. And even with that, my expectations no, were highly like like she still shattered them. I was, I was, I was very, yeah. It, it was a low key uh, uh, silver lining there. It, it was a small <laughs> jackpot, small jackpot. And the reason why I asked that because I think that's on both because women, I, I think that can be a, a sex can be a deal breaker. I mean, a guy can have everything else, but if he don't have, if he not, yep. if he not burning a bedroom, that could be an issue. Lily, you're absolutely right, and I hear this from both. You know, both women, I, I talk about in class, human sexuality class with clients. I get this from both men and women. If the sex is whacked, meaning not whacked in a good way, <laughs> but, you know, that it's not, you're not complimentary, you're not pleasing each other, you both are on two different spectrums sexually. Both men and women, I, I would say this is equal across the board, that they would, you know what, that is a deal breaker for most women and men. And I get, I got couples that I've worked with. They have not had sex. Talk about, yeah, man, you know, have not had sex in three years. Have not had sex in four years. And there's no medical, you know, there's no medical condition. You know, there wasn't prostate cancer with the guy. There was, but there's other ways to have sex too, manually, orally, all this stuff. But 
couples that happened? Yes. Uh, they, they, were, they weren't losers like me. They were couples. <laughs> that wow. They weren't. Av, you're not a loser, so don't even make me prop you up anymore. Okay. <laughs> you're not a loser. You're a good Highly guy. Highly intelligent. Cool. Yes. See? Look at <laughs> Lily flirting with you. <laughs> ah, oh, ah. <laughs> see? You see a black guy blush? It's hilarious. We <laughs> talked God. about that before. <laughs> you look at... Um, the situation, though, yeah, three, four years, and there's always, you know, argument and all this stuff. And I think that's most of the problem is I think they feel, you know, it's like a power struggle, power trip, and it's like they get to the point where, you know, one of them wants to have sex, and then the other one is pissed, mad, they don't want to have sex. And they keep this tug of war going back and forth. And I've had a couple, yeah, three, four years, they're, and I've had, you know, a couple couples, they're best of friends. They're like the roommate situation. Best of friends. They they trust each other emotionally and all this stuff. And they even trust each other not to cheat, whatever. They haven't had sex in three years. And that's why they're seeing me and wondering what's going on. And if they don't want to try anything to jazz it up or try to get there and try to break and get the chemistry back, if you're happy with that, that's fine. Again, it's not mm-hmm. up to me to decide. I don't live your life. Maybe they maybe you should suggest to them that they should play strangers in a bar or something. I don't know. Do something. Well, like there's yeah, a there's a lot of yeah, yeah there's a lot of situations to kick it up. Even laying na- naked together. Um, One you know, thing that I've discovered that always helps is just a little liquor? bit of booze. No, no, just a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> you'd be surprised. There is yeah, there is, and you the situation. So like I said, if they're happy that way, but of course they're not because. They're not seeing. They wouldn't be seeing me. me. Right. So, like I said, again, it's not my life. It's for you guys. And, you know, what makes you happy? I just try to help, you know, try to create that liveliness, the passion and the love again in the relationship where you guys can be happy. And get you can't work on that if you got a plan B or C or D. You know, you can't. If you're already thinking that and you're, you're half-assing it, chances are you're, it's going to be very, very difficult to make it work. Okay, so one more question. Sure. So, how, what's the average that you think that a couple should have sex a week for it not to? Get? Oh, this is everybody. Everybody's different on this, Lily. I say yeah, this more is, than like two to three times a week. No two less. Two to three times. No less than two I mean, to no three more. times. No more. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Why do you say no the reason more? Why I say that is because I mean, eventually, you know, it's sex. It eventually get played out. So you kind of got to keep that. Like that's how I look hey, at it. Hey, fool. Food. Did you just hear Lily say that? I want you to chime in on this. <laughs> I, I have to even and I look, and I'm asexual, and I have to disagree with this statement. When <laughs> in my heyday, uh, in, in, in my most serious relationship, um, on average per week, I'd say at least ten times. At least a week, ten times a week. Yeah. You least. said ten times a week. At yeah. least. So what y'all doing? Like two, three times a day? Yep. No. Before That's work, much. when I get home, after church, uh, <laughs> that cracks me. It, up. Yeah, it happened at her job, uh, on the plane. <laughs> Foo, I'm like, okay, every other, n- every Sorry, other day, yeah. okay. But yeah, okay. uh huh. 
I apologize. I didn't mean to be rude. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I would love have Fusa. I would love to have sex every other day so I can walk. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knows that. You know, women, if there's, you know, vaginal dryness, chafing, whatever, you know, the soreness aspects, whatever. But at least, you know, there's oral sex too, right? No, I can get that done every day. Oh, yeah, now look at Lily talking. Yeah, I can. Can you give that every day? No, I can't give it. Oh, yeah, see? You know what? That's fine. I'm not even a. a, Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of receiving it. I I, love giving it. That's that's good. You single? I can't believe that. You know what, Ab? I know. I'm all about giving it. I love giving. I'm a huge, huge pleaser. I, yeah, I say it on almost every show, <laughs> you know, human sexuality classes. I, I, I love, believe me, pleasing, but I want to get, I want to get pleased too. And I love getting, you know, getting sucked on and, you know, all that stuff. I love being pleased. So, but, you know, two to three, t- I think it's very subjective. I tell people, you know, with sexual realm, if a couple, if they're happy with sex once, twice a year and they're okay with it then that's fine. You know, who am I to say that's wrong? That's why I said it's very, very subjective. The problem is, if you have someone like, you know, say, Lily mentioned, you know, two, three times a, a week, no more than that, and you're with someone that wants it, say, ten times a week, there is going to be issues. And that I'm is the here. problem, you know, you run into. You need to be compatible sexually. Mm-hmm. And it, you could go in expecting one thing. You know, if you're okay with sex once a week, twice a week, and you're okay with that, then so that's fine. Who am I to say that's wrong? And so many people put, uh, you know, a figure on it. What you know, I know how much I would like to have a week to, you know, per week to be happy. And you know, you look at if you're sick, tired, you know, whatever shit happens. But if you look at, you don't want to sell yourself out. You know what? I want sex, say two to three times a week, and I'm only getting it a week, and I'm supposed to be okay with that. That's gonna be. That's where the shit hits the fan, and you're going to run into problems. Right. That's why you have to be upfront with your expectations in the beginning. So and that's, that's why you start off right. saying a number like 10 so you can <laughs> find a happy meeting. Right. You gotta yeah, on. baby. Yeah, Rhonda, Rhonda, I know. I, know uh, I have never been dry. <laughs> you go, girl. Hell yeah. I don't think Fu has ever been uh, dry either. So, uh, so the sexual, we're going to end, end the show in a minute or so. And, you know, the sexual expectations, I agree. You know, you, you can think one way, but, you know, what happens when you are getting it, say, three or four times a week and you're happy with that, and all of a sudden you get married, move in together, whatever, then it goes down to once a week. You, I always look at couples, you know, why is it happening? Why does it do that? And it seems like one of you, whoever wants it more, feels like they got freaking bait and switched, that they got freaking... <laughs> They got. I tell them, yeah, you can file fraud charges against them because they, you know, they were showing you this, and all of a sudden they're giving you this at the end, thinking, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. I don't whatever. I want someone that doesn't have to do it. I want someone that wants to do it. Huge difference. So that's part. Of, I agree. That's part of your expectations, as well. Everyone, thanks for listening. This has been the Art of Relationships Radio Show, coming from Raw Radio X. Dot com in Detroit. I want to thank Lily. Thanks for sp- being a special guest tonight. Thank Ab, as always, for all his uh, dedication, hard work, and his intelligent insights. 
being a front man at Raw Radio X and help me out with the show as well. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Thank, and you. thank you for having me. Oh, anytime, anytime. And again, everybody be safe. Have a happy hump night. What's left to it? And much love to everybody out there. Take care, everybody. And I will catch you back live Monday at 9 p.m. on the Art of Relationships radio show. Thank you much. Take care. Hey, it's Avenue, and you're listening to RawRadioX.com. Real Raw Radio.